Hey, welcome back to The Bible is Art Notes, where we talk about smaller little things that I've been thinking about. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about whether stories need a happy ending. So I watched this video with uh, Terry Gilliam, and I've linked it to below, and we'll, we'll look at a few clips. And he was talking about Schindler's List, and, and here I'll show the clip. The great difference between a Kubrick and a, and a Spielberg is... Spielberg is more successful. <laughs> His films make much more money, but they're comforting. They give you answers, always. The films are answers, and I don't think they're very clever answers. And 2001 had an ending. I don't know what it means. I don't know, but I have to think about it. I have to work, and it opens up all sorts of possibilities, and probably the next person I speak to has a different idea of what that ending means. So now, suddenly we're in discussion. Now we're talking. Ideas come out of that, and I, that's what I always want to encourage. Spielberg and the success of most films in Hollywood these days, I think, is down to the fact they're comforting. They tie things up in nice little bows, gives you answers, even if the answers are stupid. They're answers, oh, you can go home and you don't have to worry about it. The Kubricks of this world and, and the great filmmakers make you go home and think about it. And so there's a wonderful quote in, a, in the book that Freddie Raphael wrote about the making of Eyes Wide Shut. It's called, it's called Eyes Wide Open. And he's talking to Kubrick about Schindler's List and the Holocaust. And he says, the thing is, Schindler's List is about success. The Holocaust was about failure. And that's Kubrick. And that's just spot on. Schindler's List had to, we had to save those few people. Ah, happy ending. A man can do what a man can do and, and stop you know, death for a few people. But that's not what the Holocaust is about. It was about complete failure of civilization to allow six million people to die. And I know which side I'd rather be on. Now, to get to the answer, the question is whether stories always need a happy ending. And the answer is most of the time. Now, happy is not the best term. A better term would be something like uh, a resolution or um, redemption or transformation or something like that. So do they need that sort of ending? Yes, most of the time. And why can we say this? Well, when we look at the Bible, the Bible overall is a story of redemption. And even when you break it down into its constituent parts, so you take the whole story and you break it down into books and books get broken up into you know there are different titles for these um but sections and episodes and scenes and when you get down to the sort of fundamental narrative unit um in in, in terms of like uh like an actual scene that has its own small narrative arc most scenes in the bible are redemptive, provide some sort of transformation. Now, of course, they're not complete till the end, but what God is doing is that he's coming in and he's changing, he's sanctifying, he's making things better. It's like Genesis 1, day after day, he makes it better and better and better, and that's what he's doing. Um, or I, I think about it like in, in the book of Psalms, you know, there's one psalm that doesn't have some sort of positive resolution, Psalm 88. It's called, sometimes called the black sheep of the Psalter, right? And it's very dark because sometimes those things happen. You think that, like that's a good psalm for Holy Saturday when Christ is in the grave. 
But most of the time, there is some sort of resolution. Like I said, it's not a complete resolution. So this reminds me of the Joseph episodes, and you have these sort of paired scenes throughout the whole narrative. You know, the, the rede- complete redemption doesn't come to the end, but you'll, the narrator will come in and say things like, Joseph was forgotten, but God remembered him. Right. So there's there's this sense of, yes, there's these bad things going on, but at the same time, God is remembering him. God is doing things. Right. So, um, yes, uh, as a Christian, the, the stories need a happy ending. Now, the other thing is, I think Terry conflates depth and resolution. Now, how one answers the question do stories need happy endings is determined by your worldview. So, and that's something he doesn't reveal in this, in this video, right? So if you think that things are, there's no objective meaning or purpose that things are, you know, the earth is just going to end in like a heat death, you know, when the sun becomes a black star and there's nothing, no transcendent meaning or anything. Well then, yeah, you, your, your art doesn't have to, doesn't have to do anything. Right. But if your prior worldview is a Christian worldview, redemptive worldview, then your your work has to reflect the true nature of the world. Now, the other thing is, I think that he conflates depth and res- the resolution. So, for instance, he says, "Oh, I think these these things should make you think." Well, those aren't mutually exclusive options, right? To make you think, to have depth, to to have layers in a composition that requires unfolding. But one of the great things I learned from uh, David Bentley Hart, The Beauty of the Infinite, is that for the Christian, what's in the depths is more permutations, more variations on the theme of what's on the surface. Okay, that sounds like really abstract, but God plays on the surface. And then the more you go down, for instance, in, in narratives, the 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 hidden meanings the deep meanings of of stories in the bible is more permutations a more deepening of a theme of what's on the surface right this is always a good um interpretive uh, tool whenever you're reading a text and you think like am i going off in like a wrong direction it's to just like pull back and just be like okay well what like what's on the on the surface like because you you read a text and you should be able to get to the main point on, on, on the first reading, you just like read it and you'd be like, oh, I know what this is about. But there's always more depths there, but you always have to be coming up, going back down and coming up, forest trees, forest trees type of thing to making sure you're going in the right direction. And all these things are harmoniously following the main narrative spine. And so you can, you can have depth and resolution. Um, and they're fascinating ways to do this. Um, and if you look at uh, the videos on um, made on Proverbs would be a good example of, of how biblical authors do this, or Zacchaeus is, would be a good, good example as well. The, the last fascinating thing about this video is that it's fascinating, like at the end, Terry will say, Spielberg's error was that, and he'll say, oh, the Holocaust meant this. And so you should have communicated that way, which is fascinating because isn't that kind of the exact opposite of what he was saying he's like oh i want you to leave it with questions it's like well but you you had a position you had a view about the nature of of this event how to properly understand and interpret it and you're saying oh you violated that right um 
And so even there, there's sort of like an inconsistency. So um, yeah, let me know if y'all have any thoughts on this. Um, um, if you would like to su support the channel, that'd be lovely. You can go to patreon.com slash the Bible is art. Um, and uh, um, you can check out, and next week, the video will be out on Babette's Feast. Thanks.